3: Welcome to the NFL Players' Second Acts Podcast. I'm Peanut Tillman, and this is my uncle, Roman Harper. Welcome to the show. What's up? What's up, dog? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's always something new with you. I got I got jokes for days with the grace. It,
4: it, that, 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 that just rhymed. That, man, must be on... Mm-hmm a good day already I'm well anyways i want to thank all of our listeners for always tuning in continue as i always tell you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend hit give us a, a like a follow and always give us a review and uh, anywhere you listen to your podcast whether it's iheartradio or apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen to podcasts you can always find us the nfl players second acts podcast now the super bowl is done, it's yeah. wrapped up, the season's over with. What an exciting time we got to experience Phoenix. Your first the, one. My first Radio Row experience. Yeah, It was awesome. It was just getting to see everybody, looking at all the entourages. Who had the biggest entourage? Who didn't have an entourage? Looking at all the crazy and the madness yeah. inside that building. It was fun, Pino. It was a once in a lifetime experience for me. Joe Montana, definitely, Stephen A. Stephen A had the biggest entourage. Uh, how many, no how question. many people? 12 deep, double many, figures. At least. 12 deep. I mean, he'd probably say he had 15, but overall it's probably 12.
3: Not, not necessary. I think my entourage is like just, just me. I came under solo dolo. So it's just, it's just me. What are you two, two people entourage? <laughs> I'm usually just, I
4: mean, if I'm with the fam, then it's like four, but other than that. All right. So we got to talk to and sit down and talk to a lot of different guests all week long. The experience was awesome. The conversations were deep. We really got to really have a, a really deep dive into um, some really different experiences in yeah. everybody's second act. So who we got up first?
3: Uh, we got Hall of Famer, Brian Weapon X Dawkins. We got Akbar Bajal Biamila. And right now we'll kick it off with this first interview with Brian Dawkins. We're joined by NFL Hall of Famer, man of faith, Brian Weapon X Dawkins. Thank you. Thank you. Greatness, thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Greatness. Bless. So look, I, I got my nickname is Peanut. I think everyone know how I got my nickname, my aunt and little baby. I got the nickname, big old head and
5: everything. Where, where did Weapon X come from? It's, it's really my love for Wolverine, the, the, okay. co- the comic book character. Yeah, okay. And um, the way that I played the game before that. So before he became uh, Wolverine, Weapon X, yeah. I, was, I called myself Idiot Man. So I, I turned into a different cat when Weapon I was on the field. Weapon X sounds a lot better. Yeah, so Weapon yeah. X sounds a whole lot better. I, yeah. But it's just that the way that I play the game, when I when I touch the dog on field, I flip that switch, and yeah. that's, a, that's a different person. So that is Weapon X. And I always tell people Brian Dawkins has never played a down in the National Football League. It was always Weapon X.
4: So so is it because Wolverine, because I'm a big comic big guy, just, yeah. everybody needs to know this, Wolverine is the man, one of the baddest X-Men out there of all time. Was it the healing factor? Was it the adamantium well, claws that that brought it out, or was it really just his rage when he lost it? That's when he So, so, so here's
5: the thing: is if you you know his backstory, I do. Mm-hmm. you know the darkness in his back. Yes, yeah, and you know that it's hard for him sometimes to control those things. Mm-hmm. But when he does, and he uses it for the good, for the love of his for the, his fellow X Men, yeah. he's unstoppable. Correct. So That's all of those things, the complexities of the character, all of that brought me into that character because I have some things in my past I'm not so thrilled about as far as some some dark. The parts yeah, of right. me. But I I've I've learned how to funnel and channel those things into a positive direction. And so that's the main thing with Wolverine. Yeah, it's the fact that he's <laughs> Anna he's super healing, but it's the complexity of the character that really right. dropped me into it. All him. right,
4: so I gotta get this out of the way too, and then we're gonna we get to a real interview questions. Yeah. The arms. Cause like, look, I played safety, I tried to model my game just <laughs> like you. Literally, when I saw the veins popping, he's coming out flexing. I'm like, dude, I got to get my arms right. So I literally built my whole workout this is my whole story.
3: He don't ever want to do—Rome is built like a damn chicken. Like, he big up top. He got little chicken legs. All Rome want to do is bench arms all day. I'm doing some kind of arm exercise
4: every day. But look, I mean, I can wear long socks. So you
5: don't see that. But you always see your arms.
3: You right. You right.
5: What you just (laughs) said— Is eloquently placed and put, right? <laughs> so I always talk about the back arms, right? Uh-huh. So the back the tricep. arms. Yeah. Look like a horse. So you get, you get yes. your back arms right, yeah. right? And then you go out and handle your business. Then so so for me it's also an intim- intimidation thing. So when you were walking, walking on uh, on the field, and you've all you already saw what I did on film. And I'm, I'm gonna kind of give you some of my mindset. My mindset was always put crazy on film. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm going to put crazy on film. I'm going to do right. something crazy on film to have the receivers watching for next week so that they can be thinking about that thing that I did to that person. And then you <laughs> come on the game, man, you see my arms glistening as well. Oh, that's a, that's just an extra bit of things <laughs> that you got to think about.
3: Yeah, it make you think twice. Like, do I really want to go over the middle yeah. right now? And that's all you i got to do. Just to get you to so think, so think, twice. Do you think
4: yeah. Tell me one example or story where you know that they saw something the week before and were a little nervous when they saw you?
5: <sighs> dig routes. Mm. Just certain teams that run dig routes, they didn't run as many dig routes against, I'm serious. They didn't run as many dig routes against us. And sometimes it's not the first quarter that they short arm stuff, it's in the fourth quarter that yeah. they begin to short arm stuff. Because after I handles my business early in the game of, of, of de- delivering that stank on somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, they begin to think about that thing if they do have to run a dig route. So, you know, trying to give you a specific, it's going to be hard for me to give you a, spe- a specific yeah. one. But I just know that in the fourth quarter, again, yeah. there's certain routes, go-to combinations that certain teams just did not do. All I right, for all those
4: that don't know, when he said put that stank on it, he really mean put that thing on him yeah, when he hit him. He bad. hit Probably. him more. Yeah, my yeah. Bad. All right, my now, now,
5: b Doc, tell me this.
4: Yeah. How are you feeling to see the Eagles back in the Super Bowl again without you being present, of course? I
5: love it. I love it. And, and it's if you are a true Eagles fan yeah, and you're honest with yourself, mm-hmm. you did not see this coming. <laughs> this is 100% surprise to have this team jailed together. And you know playing the game how hard it is to jail And this team literally acts like they've been together for years Mm -hmm. and they've only really been together for the most part. For one year, some yeah. of the new pieces, right? Yeah. So to be able to gel all those different personalities together, yeah. all that talent, and then for the coaching staff to have learned from some of the mistakes that they've um, had from last year, mm-hmm. and now they're putting these players in position to make plays, yeah. And then the players are making plays, and again, they're having a great time doing it. So I didn't see that coming together like that, like like we are seeing and I didn't see Hurts taking these steps that he's taking as a pro- prolific uh, passer yeah. Yeah, that he has this year. And the one thing that about would Jalen Hurts.
4: Uh, Well, I'm sure it has, but I I always tell everybody, the most impressive thing I've seen, Jalen Hurts, because I've seen him since Alabama, you know, going to school there, is that he's literally improved every year since he's gotten out of high school. And it hasn't been dramatic, it hasn't been huge, but every year he's just steadily gotten better. And that's something to be said about people. But it's his
3: mindset, though. Like, he's a very focused individual. I've seen interviews with him when he was in high school, and he just, he's poised. Mm -hmm. He's ready for that moment. And... I think although Kansas City has more experience, because mm-hmm. they've done it numerous times, mm-hmm. you know, the big lights, mm-hmm. they 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 have that experience under Andy Reid. However, Hertz is like, he is that dude. Like he has been time time, time and time again, he has been put in these situations, in these moments. And he's just ice in his veins. Yeah. He's just he's calm. That's
5: and, that's what I love about it. And him. so that was the thing about what you said. Well, both of you are saying the exact same thing that I saw. So when you tell me that he has made progress every year. So here's the thing. He has been getting ridiculed every year. Yep. So that means that he's more than likely seeing some of the things, taking some of the good things that he can glean from some of the, um, not people that are criticizing him, but some of the people that are critiquing him in in the... I remember reading some things about Nick Saban saying specific things to him that he needs to uh, improve on. And when he went to Oklahoma, guess what he did? improved improved on those things, things, right? Same same thing from last year to this year. Very inconsistent with the ball down the field. He heard that. I'm pretty sure he saw that. And what did he do? He He got better, right? So when you have a mentally tough individual that can take criticism, receive it, has a high um, IQ when it comes to what do I need to do to get better? Cause I know I'm not where I want to be or where right. I need to be. Right. And then you go work your behind off to do it. Come on, man. Like that's, that's, he's, he's fit for Philadelphia, bro. Yeah. I'm telling you he's fit for Philadelphia.
4: Okay. So, all right. You've been to a super bowl. Yeah. You, unfortunately you didn't win it. Mm-hmm. And I'm always giving peanut a little bit of crap. About his experience in the Always. Super Bowls Always, I'm over. And two. look, I mean, let's just be honest here. It's, we got three great defensive backs. We got possibly we got one gold jacket, probably two gold jackets when it's all said and done, and one Super Bowl ring. Mm-hmm. And uh,
5: <laughs> how
4: does that make you guys
5: feel? <laughs> you know, I know you jackets gonna fit great, but you know, <laughs> I got a lot to you. That's one. That's one thing as a player that I would have loved to have. Yeah. I experienced our experience one as an executive when I was yeah. with the Eagles, so I have one as an executive. But there's nothing that there would have been nothing like me celebrating with Donovan, with you know, yeah. with Hugh and yeah. with Trot and with with Troy back in the day, Deuce and those guys back in the day of winning a, a Super Bowl. Um, but so you got me, yeah, you definitely. Does you, it make you, you it better though?
4: Man. I'm not going to take away. I don't think it takes away from your experiences or your love for your teammates that you don't win a championship. But does it almost like make it a little bit sweeter when you do? I, and I feel like I can say that, but because I've been on great teams, right. yeah. but it's like that one team that's probably not even the best team I've even been on is just a little bit different because you want it all. It is something to be said about that, and I don't not because you guys love your teammates. Like you tell me so many great stories. Yeah, we still about your experience hang about the Bears, yeah. and yeah. you know, and you just going in really detail about Trotter and all those great guys, all those great players with the Eagles for all those
5: years. Yeah, like it doesn't you don't lose love. You, no. It's just there is no love lost. Mm-hmm. You just, we just didn't have the culmination of all of the hard work, like you was able to experience of. Um. Before it was OTAs, you know, we had real training camp. So going through all of those rigors and all the pains and all of the setbacks and all of the injections, sometimes to numb some areas yeah. up that we had to numb up because we wanted to still play, even though we probably should have sat out behind <laughs> in, the, in the training room. Like doing all, going through all of that, we'd never f- experienced the final destination mm-hmm. of standing at the podium, beat up, bruised up, yeah. dirty uniform, saying we did it. Yeah. Right. That's just a, that's just a different experience. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So uh, switching switching gears now, let's let's talk about obesity. Yeah. How did you How did you get involved in uh huddle up?
5: Wow. So I have been an advocate for um, learning how to do things in a spe- specific way. Okay. A blessing you to live life mm-hmm. in a powerful way, and that's right. when I think of the word wellness itself, mm-hmm. and that's what this is about. What wellness? Wellness is the idea and the thought of doing specific things mm-hmm. on a daily basis. So that you can have the vitality, the energy, the strength, and to do things powerfully from a physical and men- mental standpoint, yeah. right? So that obesity part of it, um, you know, I have had, and um, they've given me permission to say this too: big bone individuals in my family. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. My mom has had diabetes, she no longer has it. So Mm. I saw firsthand the results of some of the the decisions that were made in my household and how it affects the people in my household. So if I can then do things in my life, which I do, and that's one of the reasons I do what I do, that's one of the reasons I live the way that I live and still work out the way that I work out, because I want to continue to to bless this body in in a specific way as to do things, to give me that energy, that vitality to live life on my terms as much as I can. Right. But on the other side of that, I want to help those individuals know that just because you have gone to a place that you don't want to be, you don't have to stay in that spot. Right. All of us have been on, you talked about team. Right. Mm -hmm. So I have a team of individuals in my life. Mm -hmm. Right. I have uh, doctors that I go to. I have a nutritionist that I go to. Right. Uh, uh, um, I have a Uh, a naturalist that I go to. Mm -hmm. And so these are my teammates. And they help me to come up with game plan for me in my life. So my level of fitness is for me. This is how I live my life. It may not be for somebody else. So I don't ever ever tell somebody to exercise the way that I do. Matter of fact, Mm -hmm. I I very seldom say the word exercise because that sometimes set people off. I say movements. Like what are the movements you like to do? What are some of the movements you would love to do in your life? So it's the moving part of doing things, getting up and not being stagnant that will help you stay away from some of the things that could potentially um, have you going to the doctor too much right yeah. So also the way that I talk about it is you want to take care of as many things. While you can, before someone takes it out of your hands, and you have to begin begin to do stung, uh, do things. Excuse me, the doctor tells you to do. If yeah. that makes sense, yeah, yeah. that's it does. deep,
3: That's deep. Well, yeah. look, man, we could, I know we could talk with you all day about this stuff. Uh, thank you for blessing us with your presence and just. I gotta ask one more energy. thing though. Yeah. Oh, okay. please,
4: please. When are we gonna get a workout in, my boy? <laughs> I need it.
3: I, I'm there. You need, you can be our cheerleader, Peanut. No, it's no, I'm not yelling.
4: I feel like it's going
5: to be some weights Look, banging.
3: I can, hey, and I'm
5: in a 300-pound like club now. I can do, might, I'm, you, I'm benching on the 300 you now. You might, so if you do, if we do that now, like seriously now, you might call Earl. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you know what Earl is? I don't I don't do Earl Yeah. Do we know what Earl is for those listening? it's, it's vomiting from working out really you might, hard. You, you might. So let me give you this last thing. So uh, if you want to have more information about this and ser- seriously learn about some of the things you need to do mm-hmm. uh, for those who are listening, um, this is truthaboutweight.com. Right? weightcom So okay. go, go on that website and look at some of the things, answer some of the questions that are going to be on there for you so okay. that you can begin to understand if... Diabetes like runs in your family. Yeah. So begin to it's know important. those things, the markers and all of those things mm-hmm. so that you can again meet with your teammate, develop a team, and then meet with them to see what you need to do to be your best self. Okay. I'm with right. it. Toothaboutweight.com. Toothaboutweight.com. Thank you.
1: Thanks, yeah. B Doc Man. Right. Appreciate it, man. You big bone, bro. <laughs>
5: I do have big bones, family.
4: And little <laughs>
1: legs. <laughs> Joe, the Jet Perry first African-American NFL MVP. As we continue to celebrate Black History Month across the league, we share the accomplishments of the past and present. Joe, the Jed Perry was a Navy veteran, one of the first African-American players in professional football and the NFL's first African-American MVP. The first black player in 49ers team history Perry earned a Pro Bowl selection in San Francisco. He would rush for over 9,700 yards in a 16-season career and held the league's career rushing title until 1963. Following his retirement, Perry remained involved with the 49ers organization as a scout and assistant. And in 1969, he was named to the Pro Football Hall of Fame.
7: until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club.
4: All right, we're back. M- Radio Row. Radio Row Day Super two. Bowl 57, and we are, have a great guest here. Somebody I look up to. I see him all the time. Mm-hmm.
3: Akbar. What's his last name? Give <sighs> it. How you? Bajabia Mil. Bajabia? Okay, look. We call him Akbar. So, so <laughs> for the record, yeah. can you tell us how to pronounce your full name okay. and what does it mean? Okay. And I'll, the only advice he gave me was, dog, don't try and read it. No, don't, don't try and read it. it. You Whatever read it you it do. Is,
8: is, it's worse than reading on a teleprompter, man. It just was like, it's just it's too many letters, man. No, it's uh, Akbar Oluwakemi Idowu Baja My first name, Akbar, means great. Idowu means born after twins. Mm-hmm. I was born after my brother, Kabir, yeah. of course, who played for the Packers, and my sister, who are twins. And so uh, in the Nigerian culture, in the Yoruba culture, when you're born after twins, you inherit that name, so I'm Idowu, so when they hear my last name, they my middle name, they go, "Oh, we know where you fall in the order, and then Baja Vimila means big man, come save me so my great great grandfather was a mediator in the in the village he's like seven feet tall I yeah. mean. Mm. So whenever people would have problems, they would say Bia Mila, meaning "big man, come save me." So uh, that's how the, the the last name that came is. In. So and it tells a story. It, it does, does tell yeah. the See? African yeah. heritage,
3: yeah. like the names, yeah. the Azumas, the yeah. Ma- I, Ma- yeah. Ma- yeah. My, my
4: my college roommate. His name was Charlie Yao Pepra. Yao is Ghanaian. It means Thursday born. Oh, wow. So, it, all, every, all these little it was, telling stories. It's right. like very little things that right. nobody... You think it's just no purpose. It's completely yeah. has a purpose. I'm just Charles Tillman. Sorry.
8: No, no, no. no it I, works. I, Charles I, Tillman works.
3: <laughs> that's why we call I'm, you peanuts. right. Just, I'm just Charles Tillman. Funny, quick story. You... you, uh, uh, Pisa Tino Samoa. We're talking about names and everything like that, Pisa, you know, great, great linebacker for us in Chicago. It was like, man, what does your name mean? Oh, it means this, it means that. And then he goes, well, what's your middle name? I know it's some dope middle name. He was like, uh, it's just Donald. So his name is Pisa Donald Tino Samoa. It's just like, come on, man. How you, your parents <laughs> They got pretty, lazy. They got they lazy, got lazy for huh? your middle they name?
8: Got, no, a lot of times what happens is they may, they may throw in a, a common name in order to, like, kind of fit in if other people uh. are having a hard time. It's for the Americans. Like, hey, just, just call him Donald.
4: Like, just, <laughs> It's his
8: name. Just call him Donald. <laughs> all
4: right. All right. All right, all right. Yeah. So, Akbar, tell me this. So how do you feel? You know, you're a Lakers fan. Yes. I'm a Lakers fan. I'm a diehard. I, okay. I call myself an originalist. Okay. right? I was-
8: I, I, I'm Showtime. I, I go back to the Showtime era. 1979. In fact, when I was born, Magic Johnson just won a championship okay. for us as, as a Laker fan. So I, I know this. I came out of the womb watching the Lakers. Yeah at the Great Western Forum. So, I mean, that's how far back You're I an go.
4: originalist too. Yeah. Good, so we're, uh, we're, we're on the same yep. page here. How do you feel about LeBron breaking the all-time scoring record? Because for me, as an originalist Laker fan, yeah. you didn't love LeBron for, like, most of his career because he wasn't with the Lakers. Right. And so now he's with the Lakers, and he beats Kareem. Like, how do you feel? It was bittersweet for me. Okay. It was bittersweet, but I really? was happy because
8: it came from... A Laker, yeah. But it was bitter because I wanted Kareem. That was my dad's favorite basketball player. It was my favorite basketball player. Right. To see the captain at the top. And then to see that number, which was unachievable for Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and all the other dope Carl shooters Malone. out there. Reggie Miller, all those people yeah. who could shoot. Carl Malone, nobody could get it. It was just in a league of its own. Right. So, But then you do have to sit there and recognize like, that was an impossible record to beat. None of us will be here. Everybody here at Radio Row, no one is going to be alive to see that record be broke because he's still playing at a high level. At a high level, I mean, he's jumping around like you know he's twenty two. So um, it was it was bittersweet for me. It really was, but it was so cool to see Kareem hand over the torch to LeBron. Um, It was such a a, a great moment because people don't know that Kareem and LeBron haven't had a lot of interaction, right? And so for two people. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it was a little awkward, but I would love to, and I've, I've said this to, to to LeBron's team, you know, I would love for them to have, you know, Kareem on the barbershop, have one-on-one with LeBron and Kareem, because both these guys have not only had a big impact on the sport, off the, but it's what they do off the mm-hmm. court. You know, LeBron has started something, and he doesn't get a lot of credit, but LeBron has changed the dynamics as far as people's management. Athletes are now wanting to, you know, like, and I'm just calling out, keeping it real, like... There was a time as a young black athlete, you came out most of your team were white men, right? Yeah, yeah. And Very you true. didn't, you weren't included in that. And you've seen what LeBron did, not only including, you know, African Americans, but women to his team and yeah. showing that it didn't have to be dominated by one. And so, representation. His representation is so powerful. I'll never forget the moment I had with LeBron. I went to his, uh, to the school that he had, uh, that he has in Ohio, um, and I set up a ninja warrior program for these kids. Yeah. And um, I never asked him to do anything. I mean, I was at the time I came out with my book, Everyone Could Be a Ninja. And I get a phone call from my manager and she says, hey, LeBron's team wants to use your book in his commercial, in his next commercial. I'm going, what? I'm like, yes, yeah, sign away, <laughs> sign away. Why but I was me? like, but he was helping me promote my book. And it's yeah. like, if you've ever, you know, you know, you know down. it's hard to promote a book. And so to get somebody like a LeBron James, who's willingly wanting to put and promote an African-American, you know, author, it was to me, it was like, so anyways, LeBron James to me is, I mean, you know, he'll always have a place in my heart, but I'm so happy for all the success that he has on and off the court. So
3: does he get a statue? Oh, of course. Of course he gets a now statue. Now, where's the statue at? Is it in, is it with the Lakers or is it with Cleveland?
8: Is it Miami? Yeah, he will be the first to get a statue everywhere. They might end up <laughs> he might be the first one because he'll get one in Miami. He'll get one in, in Cleveland for sure. I mean he is the son of yeah, um, yeah, you know he's of the Cleveland. chosen one, yeah. Yeah, but he I mean LeBron, him. we inherit everybody. I mean <laughs> Los Angeles is the city of stars and cars, and <laughs> you can't take that star away from us. So he's uh he's definitely gonna have so, to. So you it. think we're
4: gonna it's we're <clears gonna, throat> at, at, at staples or crypto arena? Uh, staples. <laughs> I agree. I, I, I am yeah, sorry, know. I can't I can't I can't even start to call it crypto. I, I love that yes. he's an originalist like me. Yes. I yeah. <laughs> yeah all right so what else is next for you we've seen you as a tv host yeah. we've seen you write books you've done all these other things in this world somebody like me all right i'm trying to i'm just in your footsteps over here yeah. number one how do you get into doing the the tv part of it the yeah. personality tv aspect of it and well, what's going to be your next steps for you like is there anything else you want to accomplish yeah i, I think for me the next thing was probably going to Behind the camera,
8: um, there are a lot of documentary pieces. I love documentaries, and there's so a lot of things that I would love to do from the documentary standpoint um, to to showcase that and being off camera, but behind the camera. But you know, the journey from transitioning into yeah. to me- media wasn't you know an easy path for me, and that's kind of what my book was about. Like the you know the the underground path to success. Whereas I didn't have a big name. My brother was the you know all-time sack leader for the Packers. I didn't have that same type of success. And there's mm-hmm. no shame I made it to the league, but it just didn't work yeah, out the same way. Right, right. And But oftentimes, you know, like place in the media is usually served for guys who had prominent careers, yes. big names. And so I had to take what I call the backdoor approach, which was I went to an area where they knew me the most, which was San Diego, I right. went to the local station at NBC in San Diego, and I said to them, I said, hey guys, um, my name is Akbar, I'd love to uh, host a show or do the uh, post-game show for free. Mm-hmm. They said, for free? I was like, yeah, for free. And I did it for two years for free, um, because I played for the Chargers at the time, played for San Diego State, and then from there, I was able to do CBS College Sports. From there, I got my opportunity at the NFL Network. Yeah, and I mean, it just it took a couple of people to believe and going, wait a second, right, right, this guy is he, he's talking this fantasy football <laughs> stuff a little, a little <laughs> different. And they gave me that opportunity. And from that, that jumped off my career because uh, an executive producer saw me uh, on the NFL Network and uh-huh. uh, for American Ninja Warriors,
3: like, hey, we want to bring this guy in. That's what's up. I and like the rest that. was history. Yeah. yeah so yeah. now, so yeah, my credit is think it's decent you got you got good credit bad credit oh no well it was
4: messed up from other people but now i'm good i get it. So, <laughs> hey, my experience man, man I, 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 my score they get me up so i get email every night every
3: week couple weeks So now. you was a co-signer too on some stuff. Uh, yes yeah it was no, just, uh, no, don't ever don't ever don't don't ever i've done it i've learned i'm do not co-sign so i'm doing every time i i do open up something or i do buy something i recently just purchased a car so they run my credit you know experience tell me how you got involved you know, with with experience. Yeah, you know, this was the, a long
4: way to get to my back my credit mistake. <laughs> <but> I wanna <laughs> throw you <laughs> under the bus a little bit.
8: yeah, uh, you know, we've all Rome been there before. But I, I will I will tell you though, but this partnership with Experian has been a long relationship. Um, but I'm super excited about it because it really is a partnership about helping people change, mm-hmm. A, the way they think about just Experian in that yeah. Experian is not just a credit bureau. It is really trying to help people get financially fit. Yeah, And the way they're doing that is by helping people save money, save money, not just stuffing money underneath the pillowcase of the mattress, but by being able to take a look at your, your spending habits. Mm. So for example, we all have streaming stuff that we're streaming, right? Netflix, Hulu, yeah. Um, you know, Disney Plus, well, now you can boost your credit score with Experian Boost by taking those and then adding it and self-submitting it into Experian, and that helps to boost your credit score. Because if you boost your credit score, that means you're getting a lower interest rate, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And everyone can save some money right now. When we talk about inflation, inflation is at an all-time high right now, 40-year high right now mm. for inflation. And so people are hurt right now, because I'm telling you, it is... Try to go, go buy a burger, go out and try to eat out and see how much that bill come out to, right? Yeah, it's rough So we're there. trying to figure out how to uh, to do that. And so with Experian Boost, it allows you, it gives you that opportunity. And then the last thing is on the Experian app is they have the the tool that allows you to, and, I, and be honest now, when's the last time you checked to see how much you're paying on your car insurance? Uh, like um, nobody, right? Nobody checks to see how much they're paying on there. You just put it on automatic pay. Well, now Experian has this feature to where this tool that allows you to compare your insurance with other insurance. And you can see, hey, look um, at my profile with this. And, man, I can, I'm can paying $70, $200 more than I should be, right, right a month. Yeah. So this allows you to save money in creative ways.
4: Oh nice! Yeah. I know that. G- yeah. Well, it's always good to be able to compare and contrast. Yeah, uh, man. you know, you and I up. actually yep. do check how much I pay my insurance. Yeah, yeah. It's only because uh, I don't want to lie. It's. You it's still under my mom and dad. I'm cutting you
6: off. You you is lying. I'm cutting you off. It's I, it's God,
3: hey man, we appreciate you coming out. Nope. Thank you for finally correcting how to pronounce your name Absolutely, the right man. way. We gonna get our credit and right. meeting behind well, it. Well, you and guys got
8: you guys got football cred. So I mean, you guys you guys <laughs> good on that one too. Experience can help you with your football cred too. No, I'm just kidding. Can I say that? No, I don't think I don't think football. Cred, I don't think they can help you with your football cred. You guys already did that. <laughs> nope, too late. He said it.
6: <laughs>
2: hey man, appreciate thank you coming thank out.
8: You
6: guys for coming. You, man. Thanks.
4: That's it. That's a wrap on that episode. I really want to thank Brian Dawkins and also Akbar Baza via Miller, really telling us all into their, their life why Brian Dawkins became Weapon X. Great, it's a great
3: story. <laughs>
4: why Akbar started doing what he was doing, his experience of, hey, I got to go where they know me first. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting in San Diego and I'm building out my brand and who I am from there. And uh, that's what we're trying to do, we're trying to build our brand. So all you listeners, continue to listen, continue to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to do what, Peanut? Tell a friend! There it is. Anytime, make sure you hit that like button, click follow, give us a rating and a review. uh, on Anywhere you listen to your your podcast at, whether it's iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts, we're there, baby. Tune in. We're out. Peace!